Why is that whore yelling at me? Hello, welcome to another edition of Suitcase on the Left. My name is Nick. And this is Brian. Yeah, and I think this is episode 17. Wow. First I'm one glad of, somebody's keeping track. Yeah, I put it in the in the in the title. I don't know why, but uh, my other podcast, I have no clue how many episodes I've done. Probably I don't know, sixty or seventy, but you know, who the hell knows? Yeah. So that's why you put <clears throat> the number of the episode in the title, so that you don't make the same mistake that you made on the other podcast. Yeah, I guess, except for I don't really care, I guess is another thing. <laughs> it's another way of saying it. Yeah. So how have you been, man? We uh, for the for the fan we have, uh Brian and I have not really talked much lately cuz I moved or am moving right. and I've got a new job and you know, we used to talk to each other for an hour at least a day pretty much and now uh Yeah. I have lunch, can't do that anymore. Yeah, fried rice Friday. Yeah. There hasn't been another fried rice Friday. No. I hope it retires without me. Yeah, we might have to uh, retire that jersey. Mm. Well, I accept that it was all because of me that it's. Well, it really was because of me that it started. Yeah, I uh, I believe that might be true as well. Yeah, there was a the idea was where should we go for lunch? And I said Kobe's as a you know throwing it out because I'm always down for the Kobe's as and, a joke. And then I said okay. And then in I fact, said yeah, I think the right. first one was just you and me, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it was just yeah. you and me or not, but I was down either way. And uh, I think it was. And it uh, became a thing. Definitely became a yeah. thing. But now that now that a certain news director um, knows about Fried Rice Friday, it almost seems like we have to stop doing it. <laughs> just in the event that that person wants to go, possibly. Well, yeah, or because now it's not like our thing anymore. It's It's too well known, and so now we have to stop because... It's, you know, yeah, it's too, too public. Yeah. Well, there's always, uh, hmm, walk Wednesday, you know, like Chinese walk. So you could, yeah, but that place isn't open on Wednesdays. Which place? Kobe's. Oh no, the, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. I mean, we've gone to other places on so-called fried rice Fridays. Um, but really there's nothing that compares to an honest to God, Kobe lunch. Yeah, no, not much compares to Kobe. And I, you know, the thing about Kobe or Benihana or any of those places is it's not so much that the food is that good. It's the sauce. The sauce is so good. Yeah. The sauce is a big part of it, but I'll have to, um, I'll have to disagree a little bit to say that the, oh. the food quality is excellent. Oh no, the quality is excellent. But I mean, if you go there and you don't have the white sauce, that it's not worth the money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you might be right. It's just another it's just another, you know, meat and rice dish. Yeah, I mean the the quality of the ingredients is really good, but without the white sauce, I mean the the taste is just gonna be I mean it's gonna taste good. It's just not gonna be the same. It's not it's gonna be average. Right. Yeah. It's kinda like me and Sonny's barbecue. You know, the the food is okay, but it's the sweet sauce. I'm a huge fan of the Sunny sweet sauce. Um so that's why I like going to Sonny's for the sweet sauce. Other than that, it's, I mean, I can go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Interesting. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been to Sonny's, but maybe now I'll have to go back just to try the sweet sauce. Oh, it wrecks me good when I go there. There's like an <laughs> 80% chance that by the time I get home, my stomach's upset. 
it gets me good. Yeah, food quality is not quite as good there. Yeah. So anyway, how have you been, man? I, it's you know it's been kind of a while since we've actually. Well, it's been two or three weeks since we've spoken. Uh, it's been almost a month and a half since we've done a podcast. Wow, yeah, it's been a long time. This may be our longest break yet. I think it is. I can check, although no one cares. No, no one's listening. What, you know, <laughs> right. it's okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's the longest one. We'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah, sounds uh, good to me. Well, I got to tell you, man, the the feel around the office is quite different now. Um, it's it's definitely not as much fun. Mm. Things are more subdued. There's you know very little opportunity for um banter or laughter or conversation yeah well if it makes you feel any better that's how my new job is too it, you know I, I, was, I was telling one of the people in the building there at my new place they asked how i was doing and i said i'm oh, fine you know whatever i said but i'm a little surprised by the the lack of people who have reached out to meet me you know i'm a, I'm a department head where i went i'm a you know i'm on a higher level than most people in the building. There's only a handful of us on that level or higher. And, uh, you know, not a single person has asked me to go to lunch. Not one in almost three weeks now. And that's okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not being emotional or complaining about it. Cause I frankly don't care necessarily if I'm friends with most of those people. But I just think about when in the building where I used to work, where you work now, whenever there's a new person, it's like an, a, an onslaught of people wanting to go to lunch or inviting them to go to dinner or come hang out on the weekend or whatever. Um, it's just a real different mentality in this building. It's, it's, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's not a culture of love where you are. No. And they actually have this thing where they call it a passport and they make you get one and you, it forces other people to talk to you essentially. I mean, you have to go meet, you have to go meet people and get certain facts so that, it proves you actually talk to them, but that's the level in which they go to, to make sure people in that building will talk to new people. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That, that sounds like something that got instituted because of a problem. Right. Probably so. So, I mean, it is what it is. The people are nice and all, but it, it's just not, no one's really reaching out. Um, and there's a couple of people who I knew that, moved from where you work and I used to work to this current place. So there's two people that are already kind of new and really we've been going to lunch together every day. Uh, nobody else though, because I guess one day some other people, a couple of other people met us there, but they were in their little click and we were in ours. So it is what it is, I guess, but it's just a, yeah. it's a whole lot different so far. And you know, I miss a lot of the people in, the, in our, in your building you know, just because it was a lot more fun. So, yeah, click is a good word. Interesting word. Um, you you may have to step outside. Click. Oops, sorry. Did I say a bad word there? No, nah, I don't care. Um, to to reach across the aisle and uh, you know present yourself into you know into their world. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to. Um, Frankly, I've been too busy too for the first couple of weeks, kind of trying to figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing every day and cleaning up messes that were there before. Um, that's that's the biggest thing I've done so far is just lingering issues that have been happening for years, and now all of a sudden it's urgent to take care of. But you know, whatever. How are yeah, um, become, 
have you come across anything that's like major insurmountable? No, you know, honestly, I was telling somebody else. Um, I feel like I should be surprised by more. You know, I, I feel like I feel I so far I really haven't done anything other than some website stuff that I never had to do before that now is part of my job, but it's easy. I mean, it's whatever. Um, but nothing has surprised me. Like, I feel like I've done everything so far that it and already. Um, and I know it's, I'm new to the position still and things will come for sure that I've never had to deal with. Uh, you know, I, I can guarantee you it's going to happen, but just, I feel like I shouldn't feel like I've been doing this forever already. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think so. Have you, have you had any feedback yet about your, you know, performance or how well you're doing? Oh, you probably had to do your, um, your, um, I haven't done those yet. I'm pretty sure those are due, uh, like Monday. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not going to get done. Cause I'm going to be in our really. Yeah. For training. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, the training gets done at like 3.30, so I know Tuesday I can't do anything afterwards because that's Valentine's Day, but uh, we should try to do something Monday, like sneak out of there a little, like for you early, for me, I'm just there for training so I can kiss my ass, Um, and uh, I don't know, go do like an early dinner or something. Yeah, I could probably do that. I I do have a uh, contractor coming by uh, Monday at two to look at the space and talk about uh, construction options and get all the notes that he needs to, mm. to give us a timeline and a bid on, on uh, changing some stuff around. But I don't expect that meeting to take more than an hour. Yeah. Well, cool. But yeah, so I'll be around. How's uh how's my replacement doing? Um, not sure. Um, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, when he first started, he had a few requests uh, for tools and, and, you know, being set up in a certain way, hardware and, and software. Um, and he had asked a couple of times before he got everything that he was asking for. But since then, I haven't really heard a peep. Hmm. Uh, th- there was an incident uh, last night where I got a uh, um, silent sense email, PPM email. Mm-hmm. And so I reached across the aisle and, and uh, asked, you know, is everything okay? Is something, is there anything going on that I need to look into? And uh, he didn't really understand what the alarm meant. So I explained to him what it was and, and gave him a tip on where to start his investigation. And that's kind of where that ended. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. It's going to be a, it's going to be a slow process. But I think I, I'm going to make an effort to reach out to him and, you know, try to bring him into the fold a little bit and, you know, give him an opportunity to ask questions or at least know that, you know, we're, we're there to support him. Yeah. You know, a little goodwill gesture. Yeah. Well, hopefully it goes all right. I Shockingly, I've not been asked a whole lot of questions from them. I mean, just hmm. to... Like a couple, I've asked, I think I've been asked two or three questions, but it's more like, hey, where's, where's this file or where do I find that information? And then that's it, um, which is fine. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm glad they're making do without me. Uh, I just hope that at some point people don't start saying like, well, what the hell did he do all day? 
Well, you know, I, I've, I've always expected, you know, in my head that anytime I ever left a position, um, that everything would just melt down after I walked out the door. But, you know, that, I don't think that's ever really happened in my career. We hope it does. We kind of secretly want it to, but somehow it manages to go on. Yeah. I mean, I don't want it to melt down for the people who were there. Uh, but I also, I didn't leave the company or leave in, in bad terms. I mean, if I'd been let go or whatever, I'd have been, Hey, F you, hopefully this place burns down, but. And if know. it doesn't, I'll burn it down myself. Right. So I was telling, I told my wife that tonight, I said, if we win the lottery, I'm burning this house to the ground. <laughs> She's like, why would you do that? I said, cause I can of $286 million. I won't need any of this crap and burning it all down. That's right. And she Start like, over. She said, we could donate it to charity or something. I'm like, yeah, we could also burn it down. <laughs> I'd feel better about burning it down. That's right. That's right. So, well, anyway, enough of the, uh, how awesome I was. Uh, so I got a, a video doorbell camera, like a camera doorbell thing. Yeah, welcome to the, welcome to the fold of people who have video doorbells yeah well in my neighborhood we get these damn meat solicitors that come around they they always knock on your door and hey your neighbor buys meat from us but she locked her purse in her car and you know i just need to sell this meat because it's at the end of my route and blah 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 and it's a real good deal and you know we get a bunch of those people not a bunch maybe like once a month or so they'll start making the rounds in the neighborhood and they don't always come to our house and but it just seems like once is too often for those people um, we have a lot of construction going on and so there's always kinds of sketchy construction people around and I'm not saying all construction people are sketchy, but let's face it. There are some sketchy are. construction people. <laughs> um, a lot of them are doing that because they're criminals and they can't do anything else. Um, yeah. So l- let me ask you a question. I know that you probably have more to say about this. No, that was, solicitor. I mean, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So I'm familiar with, I mean, let's start off by just agreeing that this is, this is some kind of a scam this is some kind of a shady business the meat meat solicitors yeah yeah oh yeah yeah okay so i'm familiar with the you know the speaker scam which is basically the same thing yeah or stereo equipment electronics of some sort oh we got this shipment and we were supposed to deliver it but they refused it and blah 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 Mm -hmm. so in that scenario I, i it's easy to say okay, well, that shit is just stolen, right? It's just stolen stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the meat scam, is it is it stolen meat? Is that what we're dealing with here? I See, I don't know because I, I feel like there are legitimate people who drive around and sell f- food out of their vehicles, like the Schwann trucks, right? <laughs> those are those Yeah, are but they're licensed to do This is unsolicited right. meat. And, okay? and I, I think there are, are a few people who will drive around and, and – pickup truck type vehicles that are legitimate. But these guys we're talking about are the ones that show up in the unmarked trucks or a van with like a magnet stuck to the side. And I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what the gig is unless they're just hoping you pay by check and then they can change the amount maybe on the check or they have your account numbers and stuff. Um, Or maybe you'll pay by credit card and then they can just steal your information or, uh, maybe they're just casing houses to come back and rob later. I don't know what the what the gig is because where do you buy discounted meat or are or, or like you said are they stealing meat and then where are they stealing it from and you feel like it'd be a bigger deal and that you'd hear on the news like there's a, a racket of a 
you know, two or three million dollar uh, meat heist. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. And, it, and then it becomes a, a health concern because, right. you know, how is this meat stored? And, and you know, is, does it is it passed any kind of government inspection or, or, you know, whatever? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what the what the end game for these people are. I just know that I don't want them on my property and they're always scummy looking people. They're never wearing like, you know, slacks with a polo with a name tag. You know, I would, I would think if I'm going to go into that kind of game where I'm scamming people, I'm at least going to look like I'm legit so that I don't turn people off immediately. Like I'm not going to be smoking a cigarette at the door when I ring the doorbell or something. Hey, yo, you want to buy some meat? Yeah. I had one come to my house one time and this fucking guy, he's like, he says, Oh, your neighbor always buys meat. And he said her name. And I don't even know if that's my neighbor's name. I don't, I don't even know what her name is now. Um, but he's like, oh, she, you know, she buys meat from us, and she locked her purse in her car, and I just got to get rid of it. Um, you know, it's like fifty dollars for like two hundred dollars worth of meat, and I was like, not interested. And he's like, I think you are, you just don't know it. And I said, nope, and I shut the door <laughs> right in his face, and told him to go, you know, and he left. Um, and then he went to the neighbor's house. And he just told me he couldn't uh, find her purse. I just watched uh-huh. through the window. So yeah, yeah, that's bad news. I have a policy, personal policy. Um, and it's basically goes like this. If my doorbell rings or there's a knock at the door and I am not expecting somebody, like I didn't order something or whatever, mm-hmm. I do not answer the door. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically how that goes. Well, I didn't plan on answering the door cause I normally don't, I just ignore it. Uh, but I was waiting for, uh, UPS or somebody to deliver something. Yeah. I think it's one of those TVs that I was talking about in the earlier podcast episodes, so I was like, oh, snap, they're here. And I opened the door and some asshole, hey, you want to buy some steak? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so the other night I got home from work and my wife and kid went to bed. So I jump in the car, run down to grab some dinner. And I was gone for like 10 minutes. I get a call. Hey, someone just rang the doorbell. And, you know, mind you, it's like 840 at night uh, when this happened. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tired of this crap. So I decided to go online and see if there are any deals on these cameras. And it turns out Skybell is clearancing out one of the models because they're coming out with a new one, um, which I'm sure is going to be far superior to this one. But I just needed something, you know, I, I wanted something now. And this camera, I put it in this afternoon and time will tell if it's going to be of great value or not. But at least when someone pushes the doorbell, it immediately pops up on my phone, doorbell alert or whatever. Do you want to, two-way voice communicate or something. I, I tested it, so I knew what it would do. So I just wanted Ooh. to take care of it enough to where I didn't have to worry. It turns out the other night, I think it was kids ding-dong ditching because it happened to a bunch of people. So mm, Okay. I was a little concerned that it might have been somebody kind of staking out your house and saw you leave. Well, that's what thought, I always think. There's nobody home, and so they ring the doorbell to make sure there's nobody home. Right, and that's what right. I always think that's going to happen. No matter what, if it's a, a knock on the door, doorbell rings, or my cell phone rings, and I don't know the number. I think it's I always think it's someone trying to scam me or rob me or do something. Um, so at least this way I'll be able to answer, you know, remotely should I need to. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, I know this this particular model has limitations, and you know it's not the best doorbell camera there is, but it was uh for the price it was probably too good to pass up yeah there are uh there are multiple 
uh, doorbell cameras out there on the market now. I've, I'm aware of at least a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure there are others. Um, I, I also happen to have a Skybell, same company. I don't know if it's the same one that you got. Um, when I bought it, it was like brand new. In fact, I think I was reading an article because I read, you know, technology articles. And, um, and there was an article about this Skybell doorbell thing and it's got a camera and it's all awesome and all this stuff. And so I, I went to get more information on it and I don't even think it was available yet at the time that the article came out. It hadn't been officially released. So I, I bought it when it came out. Mm. So I was like a very early adopter of it because not because I felt like I needed it just because I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. I, you know, that might be a, a useful tool. I, you know, I kind of into home security and stuff and I thought well, that, that might be neat. Uh, but there were multiple reasons why I just was not happy with the way that went down. One was um, it was, it was really clunky getting it set up. Um, it, it would only, the only way you could set it up, was to install it and then put it on your Wi-Fi network, but it had to be, um, it was just like an old Wi-Fi standard. Like most modern Wi-Fi routers don't even use, I think it was like, you know, five gigahertz or whatever it was. It was, it was one that, that is just not commonly in use anymore. So, I actually had to go out and find an old crappy Wi-Fi router and put it on my network so that I could connect to this thing to get it set up. Hmm. And once it's set up, they said it would work on, on the newer standard after that. But to set it up, you had to have this old standard Wi-Fi router. So that was clunky. And then... Uh, it, it was a little bit of a challenge getting it set up. Um, is yours, is it round mm-hmm. with a, a round black button with a green ring? Yeah, it probably, it? it might be the same thing. Cause yeah, it sounds like it might be. And then the camera is just like a little ball at the top. Uh, kind of, it's like, yeah, it's towards the top. And then there's a, an led light on the top of it. Oh, mine doesn't have an led light on the top. The only the only light on it is like the the ring that's in the button. Oh no, this ra- one. A, a round button with a green ring. If it's green, that means it's connected. If it's red, that means it's not connected. And then it blinks if it means something else. Yeah. Um, it, so it's well, the one you have is probably a little newer than the one I have. Could uh, be, but, but one anyway, of the, one of the things the I read camera, about it, people said that they were. It, I guess it still does that with the, the Wi-Fi. Like it can't do the five gigahertz. It only does like 2.4 or something that, like that. Yeah, that was it. Um, which I I just roll the dice assuming that the uh, the router I've got. Um, it was crappy enough. It was crappy enough. Actually, it's that Apple router um, that you got, you gave me. Oh, okay. And it works. Works just fine. Had no issues. <clears throat> but Continue. Well, so, the other the other problem I had with it was getting the camera because there's some movement that you can make to the camera. You know, you can you can change the angle of it with, within a certain amount, hmm. um, not remotely or not. You know, you 
you have to stick an Allen wrench into this little tiny hole and then force it to the position that you want. And I got to tell you, man, it took me a while to get that thing to move. And I, I thought for sure that I was going to break it because I, I was pushing in. You're supposed to like push in and then use the wrench to, to move it. And it wasn't moving at all. I mean, it wasn't even close. I actually took it back off the wall so I could hold it in my hand and try to move this camera. And I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to end up snapping this thing off because it's just not working. Jeez. And it, I finally did get it to move, you know, as, as high and to the right as I could get it. And I put it all back on and, and it, it, the, the location of my doorbell just isn't the right place for that thing to be because the, the angle's not wide enough or, or whatever. And, you know, somebody's really got to be standing in just the right position in order to see who it is. Otherwise you see like their arm if they're standing too close and you know, whatever. So I, I just kind of gave up on it as a, you know, as something that I cared about. Right. Yeah. Mine, um, it's a little lower than I would like it, but I mean, I'm, I'm in the process of selling this house, so I don't really care at this point to move it, uh, to move it up or anything. But I saw that they sell a plate where you can, you take the, the the camera off the wall and then you put the plate on the instead of the adapter that puts it on the wall or the whatever mounting bracket it's like an angled mounting bracket you could turn the you could turn the angle so it will look up higher or to the left or to the right or whatever i think if i end up doing that i'm just gonna go to home depot or lowe's and buy those little wooden wedges you use for like setting up cabinets and just put one of those behind there just use a longer screw i mean what the hell yeah, that's interesting. They did, definitely didn't have that kind of accessory when I bought mine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, years and years ago, I was back when I had a, a Costco membership. I was shopping around in Costco one day and they had this like blister pack of security cameras. And it was like six cameras um, and the power supplies. And, and I'm like, and it was pretty cheap. So I'm like, oh, that, this is kind of cool. So I bought it. And, you, and then I had to buy a DVR to connect all the cameras to so that it would record. And that DVR turned out to be a piece of junk. Mm. And eventually I realized that the cameras were also junk because they, you know, stopped working one by one. Um, and then I bought some different cameras after that at one time, not as many. Um, and I, so I replaced a couple of the Costco cameras with these better cameras. And I had to build a PC to record, you know, the video. And there was some software for them. And that was okay. And that's, and I don't even know if that stuff's working anymore because I don't pay attention to it. Um, and it's been that way for several years. Mm. I, I think my next step, uh, if, I, if I decide to get back into that, um, are, you familiar with, uh, for, are you familiar with Dropcam? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they recently, they got bought by Nest, um, which is a pretty good company. They make the, this thermostat and some smoke detectors and stuff. It's pretty good stuff. But anyway, so they bought Dropcam and then they recently came out with an outdoor version of Dropcam. Hmm. Um, the only problem with those is that they're wireless, right? Yay, they connect wirelessly, but they have a power supply. You've got to plug them into, you know, 110 volt outlet. And the way they 
provide for you to do that is they got, you know, there's a big cable that comes out of the back of the camera <clears throat> and it's, I don't know, maybe, you know, five or, or 10 feet long. And then there's like a big box, which is probably the wireless part. And then there's a, the cable continues out of that box and it has to go to an outlet somewhere. Yeah. Like, well, Jesus, I got, I got so many problems with this. One is that looks like hell, you know, this big white cable coming out of there that you have to stick to the side of your house. And then the big box that you got to put somewhere and then you got to plug it into an outlet, which the outside of my house has, you know, very few outlets. And what's to stop somebody from going up to the outlet and just pulling the plug out? Well, I think you'd have to run power up into your attic, you know. Yeah. Put so, boxes so now I got I either I got to call an electrician or I got to get up in the attic and run power. And I'm I'm like, okay, this is this is not really the solution I was looking for. Yeah. Well, I know there's a guy at where you work who has a drop cam who was let me borrow it at one point, and I was going to buy it from him because um, I mean it was easy to set up and. You know the quality was really good. You could do two-way uh, communication on it. It was it was really good. The problem I had with it, other than the fact that I had to plug it in somewhere, was for the storage. You have to pay to use yeah. their storage, and I don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to pay ten dollars a month for storage. So I've got some cameras in my house that are wireless and run on batteries, and I get they claim you can get two years out of it. And if I didn't leave them on all the time, like looking for motion and have them in high traffic areas, I probably could get more than I get, but I usually go about three or four months and have to change the batteries. Um, and they have an outdoor version now that I want to buy, but it's like $150 or something like that per out per camera. I mean, at that point I could just go buy a wired system and, you know, have a more rugged thing. Um, so there are options now for, for wireless without any kind of power needs or anything for outdoor. What's, um, what's the name of the company blink? Oh, okay. I think I've heard of them. And then there's another one called Arlo, A R L O. Uh, they also have outdoor cameras. They were like the first big one. And there's one more, I can't remember the name of the other one. But I mean, I like my cameras. They're they're not without their flaws, but it's getting better and better. I mean, this was they just started selling them like early last year. I think uh, they were like a Kickstarter thing, and I got in really early after they had opened to the public, like after they fulfilled their Kickstarter stuff. Um, but I like it. I mean, it gives me a peace of mind. I can see what happens, and I get alerts on my phones and stuff like or my phone and stuff like that. So hmm. stupid ass thieves and assholes yeah i don't have any cameras inside my house because you know i've just got them pointed actually i've got one in my garage so i could see if i shut the garage door i've got one in the front facing my front door from the inside and i've got one in my living room facing the back door so all my exits are covered other than some windows um i would like to get some outdoor cameras whenever we move i'm going to put outdoor cameras as well so i'll have them off all the corners you know so i could see everything how do you spell Arlo? A R L O. Yeah, I think Arlo's a little pricier. Arlo Guthrie. A R L O. It's just Arlo dot com. Oh, it's a video server with three outdoor cameras. 
Mm-hmm. Arlo.com. All right, cool. Well, I'll uh, I'll check them out. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else is new in my life other than just work, man. My my commute right now is like two hours each way, so I don't do anything. <laughs> I wake up early. I go to work. I work all day. I drive home. I spend 30 minutes with my kid, and he goes to bed. Then I eat and go to bed, and that's it. I made a steak for dinner tonight. That was good. What's new with you? <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but I haven't heard the last thing you said for the last minute and a half. Oh, geez. <laughs> but I'm going to agree with it. No, I just was, I, uh, I don't know what the hell I said. And then I don't know how I changed topics, but then I just, I think I, there was nothing being said for a minute or a second. And I said, I'm trying to think of what else is new with me. And then I went on about how I wake up, go to work drive two hours, work all day, drive two hours, spend time with my kid, eat, go to sleep, and and that's it. So you're 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 in a routine. Yeah. I mean it's yeah, drive driving sounds pretty bad. Yeah, so I'm trying to enjoy my weekends more now that I have a long ass commute till we move. So I went to uh Publix tonight and for the listeners outside of our area, Publix is a supermarket. And I got a uh a one pound T bone steak. And some mashed potatoes and some Miller High Life in a can. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I really classed it up. Yeah, you did. With the champagne of beers in a can. <laughs> Not a bottle, wow. a can. Nice. <laughs> so when you say mashed potatoes, were they they were pre-mashed for you? Did you go to like the little deli area they have there? No, I went over to where they have like the bacon and stuff, and they've got these they've got these uh like oval looking things of like mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. And, uh, it was like two for six or whatever. So I got a macaroni and cheese and a mashed potatoes. And actually they're, the mashed potatoes are really pretty good. I wish they were a little chunkier cause I like chunky mashed potatoes, but they actually taste really good. And you just pop them in the microwave and boom, they're ready to roll. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. So have you ever tried cooking a steak on the stove? Um, I haven't, but, um, my parents used to cook steaks that way, like in a frying pan. Yeah. Yeah. My dad did that a lot. Yeah. I've, so there's been videos on Facebook, you know, these like one minute videos about uh, how to cook some random things. You ever see those like Buzzfeed does them or tasty or whatever. Delish. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those kinds of things. Yeah, I usually zoom right by those, but yeah, yeah I know so what you're talking about. So I've seen a few for steaks, and I'm like, damn, I want to try one of those. So I saw one where they they say you know salt and pepper the steak, let it rest at room temperature for 20 minutes. So I did, and then you heat a pan up really hot, put a little bit of oil, just a little bit, like a tablespoon, and throw the steak in there and sear it. Let it keep it on high heat and just sear the crap out of it. Uh, for three minutes and then flip it, add some butter to the pan and then spoon the butter and oil on top of the, the seared part of the steak that's up, you know, and then it says, let it sit for it or let it cook for another three minutes and then let it rest. Well, the steak I bought was too thick to do that. And I don't want it that rare anyway. They were cooking it like medium rare, which is too rare for me. Um, so I, I, but I followed the, followed all the instructions, and then when I flipped it and added the, added the butter and spooned it on there, I put it in the oven on two fifty for about eight minutes, 
and man, it was good, good, good. It, this, it really? Was, it was a little more than medium, which I'm a medium well kind of guy, um, but I, I didn't want to cook this medium well just because, you know, it was a big-ass steak and it's not a hamburger. Uh, it was, man, it was freaking good. It was so, so good, so juicy, and oh, God, it was good. Wow, man, you may be onto something. Yeah, I really, I mean, the oven trick was pretty uh, pretty effective. They didn't necessarily say to put it in the oven on the video I watched, but I didn't want to keep, I didn't want to like sear it on high heat for too long because then it would just get burnt. But God damn, it was good. I'd say it was probably the best steak I've had outside of going to like a Ruth's Chris. Yeah, I had a Ruth's Chris steak on Friday. Uh, those are good. Those it are- was, it was really good. I got a filet. It was really thick. Mm-hmm. And really tender and mm-hmm. pretty darn good. The only problem with those is that the steak itself is fifty dollars. <laughs> well, I didn't have to pay for it. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, going I to those places it. is awesome, except the fact that the steak is fifty, the soda is probably like six, the salad you might get as an appetizer is like twelve yeah. or fifteen, and then if you um, want any sides, they're like you know eighteen twenty dollars a side, so it's a hundred dollars just to eat there. Yeah, we got a we got a salad. We got um, there were three choices that we could pick from. It was a steak, it was uh, salmon, or it was some chicken thing. So I got the steak, and then they served uh, mashed potatoes and like creamed spinach, hmm. uh, like family style. So there were like little boats of potatoes and spinach on the table that you could pass around and take some. Right. And then uh, for dessert, uh, we got a, uh, a little personal cheesecake, oh, nice. which I took two bites out of. And then I got a box for the cheesecake and I put it in my refrigerator at work and it's still there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so you either have to go there now and get it or just throw it away on Monday. <laughs> you don't think it'll still be good on Monday? It's cheesecake. Uh, it's not going to spoil. You could try it. I guess yeah, but you'll know if it's spoiled because it'll taste bad or smell It'll smell bad. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it probably. It's in the refrigerator. If it were sitting out on the counter, yeah, that would be right in the trash. Yeah, you could have left it in your car. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would have found it today because I had to drive to Eustace. Yeah, that sucks. To take care of a problem with the transmitter. That sucks. The. Uh... Yeah, man, that steak. I'm gonna. I think it's gonna be a weekend ritual of buying yeah. a, a one pound steak and cooking it. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should reward yourself now and again for, you know, for everything that you're putting yourself through. Yeah, I should. I only drank one of the beers. They're like sixteen ounce cans or whatever. I should probably drink another one. Yeah, you should drink it right now. All right. Entertain the people. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> well, if you're going to have a beer, then uh, I guess I'll walk to my refrigerator and grab a beer out of it. This that's been sitting in there since I don't know two New Years ago. I'm sure it's still fine. What do we have? Bud Light. Ooh. I don't even know. Angry Orchard? What the hell is that? 
Dos Equis, Corona. I got a lot of beer in here. <clears throat> I don't even drink beer. All right. Let me smell it. I'm back. Make sure. It's, okay. What were you? I've been enter, I've been entertaining the audience. <laughs> what were you doing? Well, I went to my refrigerator since you're going to yours, mm -hmm. and I got a beer out of my refrigerator that's been in there for a couple of years, I think, or so. <laughs> but I think we should uh, celebrate together. Sweet. Yeah, actually, I, when I got home with these three or the four, because they sell them in a four pack. <laughs> that's so trashy. Um, I actually had to dump out. I had three Yinglings that I've had in there for almost a year. I decided to dump those out. I figured they were probably well, bad. I'm having a Yingling right now. Yeah. It's not delicious. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let me see if it has a, uh, a date on it. <laughs> I don't see a date. I don't think you can get sick from it other than just drinking too much sour beer. Well, it's, it's not great, but damn it. I'm going to drink it. <laughs> That's so funny. Are you still using your, uh, the replacement headset to the stolen headset? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yep. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Damn sure was. I should have gone and stolen the first one. Right. Then we'd both have. Yeah. God. Headsets. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. You know, even when I, when that happened and I was calling them to report it, I was thinking, you know, what, what stops people from just doing this all the time? Like, let's say I had walked to the mailbox and it was there. I'm like, yay, my headset's here. But then I came inside the house and I called Amazon and said, Hey, my headset wasn't there. Oh, we'll send you another one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it happens quite a bit. You know, I think they probably keep track of how often things are stolen, you know, and, and maybe it's just, they flag your account. If it's, you report more than one stolen thing in like a six month period or something, because you'd have to think that there are plenty of, uh, uh, uh assholes. I couldn't think of the right word, but plenty of assholes that, that who do that, you know, and, and just scam the system and then turn around and resell stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I would think so, because it was pretty easy for me to do that. They they didn't even question it, although they did say, wait one more day, give them one more chance to deliver it. And I did, but I mean, they they sent me one right away. Yeah, well, plus, I mean, you know, you're a prime member. You have been for years. You order a ton of stuff. You know, I don't know how often you've reported things stolen, but probably the only time. First yeah. And only time. So I and, and you've ordered more expensive things than that, and not reported them stolen. So I don't think they, you know, for people like you, it's probably no big deal now. If it's like your first order, you know, and you're not a Prime member, and it you order something that's like a thousand dollars, and oh, it got stolen. You know, I don't know how they could investigate, but I'm sure they probably are a little more scrutiny on what they do in those cases. Yeah, maybe they give everybody, you know an opportunity 
yeah. to you know to have an item replaced but if it if it, i guess if it becomes chronic um they're gonna they're just gonna pull the plug on that at some point yeah probably so or or make you like click a little box that says like amazon's not responsible if the package is stolen or something i don't know let's google yeah well speaking of amazon um i discovered something um on super bowl sunday that is pretty cool. Yeah. It, it turns out that I am geographically located in a place where I am um, eligible to be a customer of uh, Amazon Prime Now. Are you familiar with this service? Yeah, it's the drone thing. Well, I, I think the drone thing is something that's like Amazon Air or something. Mm. I, I don't know about that, but Prime Now. I, I just kind of, it came into my world and I'm like, oh, well, let me see what that's about. And I guess you can order all kinds of stuff. I don't know what the limits are, but the thing that, that really caught my eye was you can order groceries mm-hmm. from Prime Now and have them delivered to your house. Um, you, can, you can pay, which I did, um, $8 and they'll deliver it within an hour. So it'll be at your door within an hour. Or if you don't mind waiting between two and four hours, the delivery is free. Hmm. Although they did factor in a $5 tip for the driver, which you could go in and edit that amount. But I thought, okay, $5 tip for the driver. That's cool. You know, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I'd pay $5 not to have to go to the store. Hell yeah, man. Even though Publix <laughs> is right across the street. It's, you know, it's all the little things that go along with it. You know, it's the drive over there. It's the park and get out and walk in, get a card and get one of those little fucking uh, sanitary wipe things so that you're not, you don't have like baby diaper poop on your fingers when you're mm-hmm. pushing the shopping cart and the waiting in line and all that, all that stuff that goes along with going grocery shopping um, is well worth the $5 and even the $8 for the one hour delivery. And the prices of the stuff uh, are pretty damn close to what they are if you go into the store. They're, they're, they do not seem to be excessive in the, the prices of the individual items. Yeah. Um, well, and the thing is, it may not be like an every week or every two week thing for most people. But think about it. If you're if you're one of those crazy people that likes to have parties at their house or have friends over to watch a football game or something, and you're trying to get the house clean and you know, get the rest of the stuff cooked and it's like, oh, fuck, I don't have a couple of things. Well, I'm going to pay the eight bucks plus the $5 tip so I can continue what I'm doing, not have to stop for 40 minutes to drive to the store and back. You know? Right. And and that's that's part of it because this was Super Bowl Sunday. Right. And I was thinking, what is Publix going to be like if I go there right now? It's going to be mobbed. Right. So what so, did, yeah, did you order? That was awesome. Now, you, you can't get... Um, like, like there's, they're limited to like the brands that they have, Right. but you can buy dairy products. You know, you can buy frozen things. You can buy canned things and juices and, and, you know, I got a gallon of milk and, and I, I don't think they have like produce, although I'm not sure you'd really want to buy produce that way anyway, because you kind of want to touch it and smell it and look at it. Right. You know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't want somebody else picking out your produce. I don't think. Nah, probably but not. 
but like you can you can get like Lay's products like Doritos and stuff, but I didn't. They don't have like Toms and and all these other brands to choose from. So you're you're limited in, in what you can get. But the stuff they had was all like major brand name stuff. Mm. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And and the refrigerated and frozen things come inside of a, like a little thermal pack with uh, ice packs popped in there. So so go ahead. everything arrived. All the refrigerated stuff arrived cold, and the you know the frozen stuff was still frozen when I got it. I mean, it, they, they did a really nice job. Oh, so you ordered it, you paid the $8. Did it get there within, within the hour? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, the guy showed up well within the hour and then you get like a text message. Um, when the person you get, I think you get a text message when they receive your order. Then I got another one when, uh, the guy was leaving the place and a little map pops up and you can track the person where they are. So, so where, can, where did he get this stuff from? Um, I guess they have a warehouse. Um, I looked on the map to see where this place was and it, it, it was in like a industrial park hmm. kind, kind of part of town. So it, it wasn't like he went to a grocery store and, and picked it up. They, they have this stuff already. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you're, you're, yeah. So now you're never going to, have to go to the grocery store again. Well, I don't know about never, but you know, I can see myself using that service again. Yeah. Oh, you'll use it again. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Knowing you, and you it, will use it again. There's no doubt. And I'm sure that. I can go look, but I'm sure that you can buy other Amazon type stuff there. Like, um, let's see if I have that. Where did I put that application? Like, you know, like printers and electronics and, you know, other stuff that you buy from Amazon. Um, if they've got a warehouse, they've probably got lots of stuff in there. Mm. Yeah, probably so. Well, that's pretty Prime cool. Now. Yeah. I like it. So I opened up, the, there's a little app that, I'm, that I can run here on my iPad. And it says, what are you looking for today? So I'm going to type in uh, printer. Your mom. That's what you should put. <laughs> so I've got like choices, printer paper, printer ink, uh, but I'm just going to say printer and see what, oh, yep. First thing that came up was an Epson printer. And then there's a Canon and HP, uh, another HP, brother, Another Epson. So they got a lot of printers. There's paper. There's ink refills. Here's another printer. Another HP. Yeah. So there's you can you can buy uh, all kinds of stuff and they'll they'll bring it. They'll deliver it. Huh. Pretty pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I uh, I'm a little jealous. You live in that in that zone. Yeah, I had no idea. You should check it out. You might live in a zone. Yeah, I'm moving though, and I'm not a prime member anymore. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> yeah. So, are, are you any closer to selling your house? Not really. It's not even on the market yet. Oh, okay. Well, that would certainly 
that would certainly put a damper on that. Yeah. Well, the, the realtor came over and she's like, Oh, I forgot my camera. So she took some pictures on her phone. And after she left, I told my wife, I'm like, she needs to come back. So she, my wife called her and said, yeah, we need you to come back and take pictures with your camera. So she's coming back either Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember what, what I was told and she'll take some pictures. Yeah, she needs to come back or or she needs to be fired. Yeah, yeah, she's going to come back. We haven't signed the contract with her anyway. Like we signed it but she doesn't have it, so she's kind of a it's her her job to come back at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Forgetting your camera when when that's your job. Yeah. is, you know, kind of, you know, kind of like a doctor forgetting his stethoscope. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. Should I get my wife flowers for Valentine's Day? Absolutely. All right. I'll do it. God, I don't want to. And chocolates and uh, uh, a necklace. I'm not getting a necklace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. With diamonds on it. Nope. Not happening. Wow. Not happening. Mm-mm. I promise it's not going to happen. All right. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's that's one of those holidays where, uh, yeah, you kind of got to do that. Yeah. All right. So I'll do it. God damn it. And uh, cook her a steak. PayPal. She doesn't eat meat. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You're off the hook on that. Yeah. Um, same address for both delivery and billing. Is this correct? Yeah, it's fucking correct. Jesus. Yeah, that's Valentine's Day is one of those, you know, it's it's the guy trap holiday. It's weird. This thing said, thank you, Kara. But I don't remember putting her name in. Oh, that's awesome. She's paying for her flowers. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't work, so. <laughs> the weird th- or the crazy thing is that the earliest I could have it delivered was on Valentine's Day. So, whatever. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Now yeah, I-, I got burned by a florist in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I went to a florist to um, order um, flowers for my first wife to, to have them delivered to her at work. And I was very clear, very specific about the date when these need to be delivered. Um, you know, we went over it and I made sure that they got it right. And those other fuckers delivered them on the wrong day. Hmm. It was either the day before, I think it was the day before they delivered the flowers. Well, that's which, real nice. Yeah, it sucks because then it becomes impossible to explain to her that you did not forget what day her birthday is. Right. And it's not just that it's that now all of her coworkers also think that you don't know when her birthday is. Right. Yeah. So it, it, you go from being like this great guy to being a big jackass. Yeah. Because you trusted a florist. Well, fortunately my wife likes flowers, but, they're not like a make or break thing with her. So that's always good. Um, and if I, she gets them like before and her, her birthday is on the 17th and Valentine's day is on the 14th. So Ugh. if they show up in the middle, then it's kind of like, Oh, well, you know, 
It's for both. <laughs> Happy birth times day. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, you got to do it because, um, you know, whether or not she thinks it's a big deal, somebody's going to ask her, Oh, what'd you get for Valentine's day? And then she's going to say nothing. But then she'll say, oh, but I didn't want anything. We talked about it. We decided we weren't going to do anything. And it won't matter because whoever whoever asked her that question is now going to think that you're an asshole. Right. And even if she didn't care at one point, someone's going to be like, oh, yeah. well, he should have done it anyway. Right. You need to care about that. That's a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Whore. Yeah. Not my, my marriage. My way. marriage would have been perfect. If there were no outside influences at all, like if she didn't have a mother or friends or coworkers or a sister, you know, if it was just us, yeah. everything would have been great. It's all these outside influences that start putting these seeds and thoughts in mm-hmm. there that, that cause trouble. Pretty much. It's usually how it works out. Yep. It's usually how so, it works out. By the way, I guess I'm probably not the person you should be asking about uh, what you should do for your wife for Valentine's Day because apparently I wasn't that good at it. So, well, I didn't get her flowers for the first like five years we dated, so I'm not good at it either. Wow. Yeah, we have roses in the in the garden in the front of our house, and I should just tell her to go out there and look at them instead of. <laughs> It's like, oh, no, I, pick one. I got you roses. Really? Where are they? In the front yard. Go fucking in the walk. the garden, remember? Yeah, and while you're out there, go ahead and trim them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would go over really well. Yeah. Well, I got those ordered, and I need Good to go. When I'm back in town, uh, I'm going to go to this candy store that she really likes and get her some the one, The one over by Firehouse? Yeah. Yep, I'll go get her some of that. I've got a, I've got punch cards too, so I should get wow. something for free, which is nice. You should get, uh, you should get her Valentine's and her birthday gift there while you're there. I should. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Well, that never works out. Combining the gift like that, though. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying you get two separate gifts. Oh yeah. Get her chocolate covered strawberries for Valentine's Day. And then whatever, whatever else, whatever other thing for her birthday. Do you have any big Valentine's Day f- like failure stories? Uh, well, there was that. Well, that was a birthday one. Um, um, no, other than uh, like I don't know, maybe forgetting or not doing anything for Valentine's Day. That's definitely a big failure. But I, I can't remember any specific incidents where um valentine's day just went horribly wrong yeah i can't either i kind of wish i had some of those stories but I usually, usually... i'm sure if you ask my ex-wife she's probably got a few of them. <laughs> yeah her version of the story is a little bit different than yours yeah oh yeah there were times there were several valentine's days that you just really fucked up i mean can we call her i'll call her and join her in this thing Conf- conference her in yeah is that possible it's possible, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, 
That's unfortunate. It would have been fun. Yeah. I just I saw mean, we could we could do it. We just probably need a little bit more advance notice. Then I mean, we're on we're on friendly terms. <laughs> but I wouldn't just call her out of the blue and say, <laughs> "Hey, you're live on our podcast." Yeah, nah, we don't have, we don't have to tell her that. It's not. This isn't. There's no laws around this stuff. So we can put somebody on the podcast totally uh, without their knowledge. Yeah. There's there's no rules. FCC doesn't regulate this stuff. No. Uh -uh. All right. Well, let's not do that. Damn. I thought you were going to say, okay, let's do it. Damn it. No, let's not do that. Yeah. Maybe I would. And I would say if we were doing it earlier, maybe it's nine, it's like nine 15. It's not late, but it's a little late just to be randomly calling somebody and, you know. Yeah. Plus, it's a bad idea all around. Yeah, like I said, we're on friendly terms. This could be the thing that changes that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although there's remember, no. Remember when we were on friendly terms? Yeah. Well, we're not anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, remember how we were getting along, kind of, for a couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, go fuck yourself, you asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever call me again. Mm -hmm. Lose my number. Click. Uh, and then, of course, I'd call it right back because it's not me. It's not my. Yeah. Right. She doesn't even know who you are. Right. Yeah. It's not my situation. <laughs> it would be your problem, not mine. She'd call her right back and go, what other things has Brian done that were just really totally uh, right. selfish and, and, and uh, you know, inconsiderate? Yeah. So we're so we're talking about ruining Valentine's Day. And I think it's safe to say Brian ruined this one for you. What other yeah. ones does he ruin? But what other what other challenges? <laughs> right, yeah. And while we're at it, what other holidays in general? Yeah, let's start from the beginning. What was the first time he really let you down? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that that goes back to our early dating. Yeah, days. I, I think there was an incident where we had made some kind of plans to go out somewhere, and I probably forgot and just never called or showed up. Ooh. Yeah, that I'm sure that happened. I don't remember specifically, um, but I, I'm almost certain that that happened somewhere along the way. I was not a good boyfriend, especially this is. I mean, keeping in mind we were still in high school. You know, we started dating in high school. Yeah, and the fact that I survived the relationship through the end of high school um, is probably a small miracle. And then she decided to marry you later on. Yep. We dated for five years hmm. and then got married. We were like in our early twenties when we got married and we were married for nine, no 14 years. So it's 19 year relationship, 14 of which we were married. Huh. Well, we, I've been dating my wife. Mm, I started working. You at should you should know this. I should. I started working at TJ Maxx in 2003. We probably started dating in 2005. Got married in 2012. And here we are today. However many years that is. 12 years? Well, uh, well from 2012, it's five years. And you said you started dating in uh, what probably, year? Probably 05, I guess. Yep, 12 years. Hmm. See, I had to remember 
not only how long we've been dating, even after we were married, but the anniversary of our first date. Yeah, my wife because, tries to pull that crap. So, yeah, oh, that, that was like a date that had to be acknowledged at least. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm always, I always tell her no. Nope. Once we got married, that shit is gone. It purged. Yeah. Yep. Our first date was November 12th, uh, 1982. Yeah. That... We went to the church carnival together. I don't know when our first date technically was. I mean, we went with a group of friends to go see a movie. That was our first kiss. We kissed that night. I don't know. You kissed her on the first date? Well, I mean, I'd known her for a while. It wasn't like I just met her. Uh, We went and saw the, what was it, the cabin? Was that it? The cabin in the woods? The village. We went and saw the village. Okay. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, I think so. Was that like an M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie? Probably. Was it like a creepy, weird kids movie? No. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, The Village. It was a... Um, there was like a religious thing that they lived out in the woods and it was it was like a 19th century community. Uh, I'll just read you the stupid thing. Members of a 19th century community fear the strange creatures that inhabit the surrounding forest. So they're, they're told by the leaders of the village that they can't go out so far away from the village because they'll be killed. And he's, this guy is like, it's like a, basically trying to have a, his own cult or, or whatever. He owns all this property and it's like a, a couple hundred acres or whatever. And there's a fence all the way around it. So the world is existing around it in real time. But the people that are born and raised there have no idea because they think that it's the dark ages. Uh-huh. And then there's a guy at the village, Simpleton, who's like, uh, a little slow mentally. He is in on the whole thing and he's not slow. He's the guy who goes and kills people and they go out in the woods. He dresses up in the red cloak or whatever. So there's a twist. I didn't see the twist coming when it happened. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. I've probably seen it, but it obviously did not make a lasting impression on me. Yeah. I don't remember much of it and I thought it was stupid. I think that guy, uh, M night peaked with his first movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's well, that's just like Pulp Fiction and what's his nuts. Um, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Pulp Fiction was decent. I guess it had, had its moments. Most of it was just funny because of, uh, Samuel L. Jackson cussing a lot. Other than that, the movie was just kind of weird. Um, but people freaking love that movie. I mean, love that movie. And then all those weird ass movies that what's his nuts did after that. They're just bizarre. Yeah, I I have to agree that Pulp Fiction is probably my favorite of all of his movies. Although I do see some charms in some of the other ones. Um, But it wasn't his first movie. Uh, His first movie was Reservoir Dogs, if you've ever seen that one. I think I did, because when I went to college, I minored in cinema studies, because it was easy. Uh, And it was easy. It was just a complete waste. And... I, I had to begrudgingly watch it. So I probably did not enjoy it as much as I should have enjoyed it. 
Uh, yeah, that was that was a, a lot of dialogue. That was a very dialogue intensive movie. Yeah. People love it though. Um, but it was it was a pretty good movie. But I think for me, Pulp Fiction was uh was his greatest work. Yeah. Well it's like that movie Apocalypse Now. I know it's a different director, it's Francis Ford Coppola. Um people love that movie. Just love it. I know some people that hate that movie. And I fucking hate that movie. I despise that movie. Yeah, I worked with a guy uh, at my previous job that hated that movie. I That's me. I hate it. He said he's tried to watch it like four times and he always falls asleep. I've had to he watch it four times. He said it was just the, the slowest movie ever. It was so boring. It is. It is. Whoever that was is correct. <laughs> it is a fucking god awful movie. I, I liked that movie. The thing I liked about that movie is it was a really good movie to test my surround sound system. So anytime I would like change it or replace my surround sound, I put that movie on. Because at the very very beginning of that movie, if you've seen it four times, you'll remember it starts with a guy like laying in bed looking up at a ceiling fan. And mm-hmm. you see the ceiling fan turning, and then the sound changes to the sound of helicopter rotor blades. Yep. And it goes like all the way around the room, and it's like, so you watch you watch the first couple of minutes of that movie, and you can tell if your surround sound system is doing what it's supposed to do. And then from there, it all goes downhill. It goes downhill. <laughs> the only funny part is when they're in the helicopters, because and they go blow up the city because they want to go surfing. That's the only funny right. part, and it's death and destruction. I, it's just, it's a terrible movie, and maybe it's because it was sold to me as like one of the greatest movies of all time, and you know, it took them four, four or five years to make this thing because they, you know, went into the Congo and there was wars happening there, and a you know, a typhoon, and they ran out of money, and then they, I don't, it's just, oh, God, it's so bad, it's so bad, yeah, and then for me that. The, the climax of that movie, if you make it through the whole thing yeah. to to the end, right. where and, and it's like, well, that what the hell is that? That's I don't know, man. It, yeah, and they, it, and they had to keep um, what the hell was his name? George C. Scott. No, who was the guy? Uh, he was in The Godfather, the main guy at the end of that movie. Oh, oh, was that who that was? It was. Um, was it the guy from The Godfather? Yeah. What the, oh, what the fuck? I'm going to Google it now. God damn it. Apocalypse now cast. Jesus. That two, Marlon Brando. So Marlon, Marlon Brando, Brando yeah. he was all fat. So that's why he was so in the shade because he had gained a bunch of weight towards the end of that. And they didn't want to, they didn't want to show him all fat. So they kept him like hidden. God, I hated that movie. So bad. Across the edge of a straight razor. Yeah, yeah. What? What? I, I that that totally like. This is what I've been waiting for yeah. this whole time. All this going down the river and all, all this shit. People dying. Things that happen in this movie that like don't even seem to relate to the story. Yeah. Anyway, it's a terrible movie. The horror. The horror. It's a, it's a classic. No. Mm-mm. It's not. I mean, people think it is, but it's not. It's really fucking terrible. Oh, God. It's such a terrible movie. 
I'm going to watch it as soon as we get off this call. You can do it if you want. I mean, look, it's it's three and a half hours of your life you're going to waste. Not mine. <laughs> well, I'm in the I'm in the middle of an Eagles documentary that's three hours long. Hmm. At least that's got good music. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty pretty decent documentary so far. I started watching uh, this documentary called The Resurrection of Jake Roberts. The wrestler Jake the Snake Roberts. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not from the uh, no, no. from the 80s, late yeah. 70s, 80s, and part of the 90s. He uh, he was in a bad way a couple of years ago and almost died. And there's another wrestler or two that kind of got him clean and got him back in shape enough. He couldn't even walk at some point, and they got him back in shape and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so I started watching that the other day, but home and they started dropping the F bomb too many times and he's repeating stuff now. So, right. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds similar to the documentary that I'm watching with, um, Joe Walsh, I guess, you know, really almost died because of his, uh, drug and alcohol problems and, uh, got him into rehab and got him cleaned up. Hmm. Now he, is he still alive now? Yeah, I think so. Glenn Fry died a year or two ago. I was gonna say, didn't somebody just die from there not long yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah, Glenn Fry, one of the main guys in that band. Hmm. Um, so that's the end of that. There won't be any more Hell Freezes Over tours. Yeah, apparently Anna Nicole Smith died like five years ago or something, and nobody noticed. No, people noticed, but I think the anniversary is coming up or something. I don't know. Sometimes she looked okay. Another time she was just gross. Yeah. I remember her as being gross. Well, she got all puffy and gross. Um, but there were, there were times where she was attractive. Um, yeah. What was her claim to fame? Was she, she was married to somebody or yeah, she married like an 87 year old or something. His name was Howard Marshall. Was she a, like a Playboy model or something? Yeah, she was Playboy, and then she married this guy who, I mean, literally, he was, he had to be like 90. Uh, oh, it's been 10 years since she died, by the way. Um, and he was like, a, he was super rich. So she married him, and then he died like not long lit after, and there was this big fight for the money, and she ended up getting a lot of it, I guess, and then that propelled her into fame, and then she was... And Playboy and all kinds of, all kinds of. Fun yeah, and then stuff. wasn't there some controversy surrounding her death? Like, like, you know, it was murder or something or. Yeah, there was there was all kinds of stuff. But I think it was mostly drugs. I think she had been living living a little fast and a little hard. So. Yeah. She's a whore, just like her mother. Yeah. And she had a daughter too. Didn't she have like a kid? Yeah, she did. Um, who now that kid is like 12 or something. Uh, poor kid. Has to deal with a bunch of shit. Yep. Well, I think that's about all I got. And we're an hour and 15 minutes into this thing. All right, man. Time to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And finish this beer. My Miller High Life in a can. You can hear the yep. can. It's getting Mine's old. almost gone. I've only got a couple of sips left. Mine's getting kind of warm, so I need to either <laughs> dump it out or just chug it. 
Yeah, the sips are getting bigger. Yeah, what should I do? Should I chug it, you think? Chug it, chug it. All right, let's see if I can do this without throwing up. Hold on. Oh, God. All right, here I go. I'm going to do the same thing. The thought of it is just fucking gross. Oh, here we go. All right. You know, I think the last time I drank one of these beers was when we were on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Oh, God. Uh, People say there's a deal on a drill at Walmart. I'm going to have to go down there and pick one up. Uh, it's not in stock in a lot of stores. No, I'm not going to get one. All right. Well, you still there? Very good. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, which I know you do, mm. uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Leave us some feedback a review on iTunes. Even if you hate the show, leave us a five star and then tell us why you hate it. Um, Drop my ex-wife an email. Yeah, please. Please do. And tell her we need stories. And um, yeah, that'll do it for me. All right. 